Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. (laughs) You're on the crazy train. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, folks. Uh, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there starting tomorrow. Uh, This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, and you can get involved in the conversation during the show just by calling 414-799-1250. And uh, he's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie's on the boards. And don't be one of those people that poaches fish, and we will talk about that right after this call from Mark over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Tom. Good morning, Dan. Morning, morning. Nick. How are you guys? Good, good. good. good What's on your mind this morning? I don't know. It's kind of a blank. That's why I was calling you guys. Well, you called us. Well, all you got to do is tune into the show. Don't you guys have a radio at Smokey's Bait and Tackle Bar and Casino there, or what? Yeah, we're pretty busy, but uh, we got the radio on. We put the fun in. Yeah, the you're over. busy this morning, huh? We put the fun busy, in the word yeah. funk. Yeah. Uh, well, fishing report has been a little tough, but things are starting to finally pick up around here. So, are so, you talking muskies or what? Yeah, muskies, everything. There's uh, bluegills and stuff now here uh, in by the piers a little bit. First time I've seen them in a little while. Oh, yeah, so the good. fish are starting. Uh, is the water yeah. clearing up a little bit? A little bit, yeah. It's kind of funny that it was so green. Strange. Yeah. LG, LG uh, bloom there. Um, what about the water? De- I mean, are, it, it was a little low. Is it coming up now? Slowly. I think they they uh, put the board back in the dam on May 1st or something. So it's uh, starting to come back up to normal a little bit. Good. Okay. So Good. Water temps, I think, yesterday were about 57. Oh, wow. Zink is out here with their chapter challenge today. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so, right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's where and, they, uh, the Milwaukee chapter of Muskie Inc. battles it out with the Illinois chapter. That was last weekend. This oh. one's uh, just their uh, chapter 35, the Milwaukee chapter, has their uh, tournament out here today. Oh, oh okay. it is the tournament today. Yeah. Oh, wow. so they should do well. Um. I know, uh, you know, like little little glide baits uh, have been working, and um, moved some fish this week on a suic, which is pretty good. All oh, before I forget, too, Rick, Rick has a question he wants me to ask you guys. Yeah. Okay. Is it okay to have sure. a beer yet? Yeah. Uh, what is? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, he had another question for the chef too. Okay. Chef Tom, what's well, the proper way to roast a seagull? What is well done? <laughs> dark meat, white meat, yeah. What is white meat? <laughs> there we go. 
Okay. All right. So, but, uh, yeah, come on out. The beer's cold. Uh, there's plenty of room on the lake. Can a guy still enter uh, the tournament? What's that? Can I? Can a guy still enter the muskie tournament? I think you could. You could probably go up to the, uh, they're staging at the park. Oh, they're staging at the park. Are they going to have a cookout there afterwards then? I think that's the one where they go up to Sussex Bowl. Oh. They have the banquet over so there. You go to the banquet to yeah. the Sussex Bowl. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, well I might have I, to. Yeah, it's open to Muskie's Inc. members, and they're trying to sign up new members. Yeah, I'm a member, but I, I didn't get the email about the tournament this. Well, maybe I just got the email and didn't pay attention. That's it. Once again, not paying attention to my email. Well, you, you've been busy. You know, I heard you were a little late last week because you were contemplating that daily decision you make. Uh, you know? What? You mean to... to uh, jelly or no jelly. <laughs> jelly or, or, or power dump now or power dump later. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's yeah. a man's most crucial decision yeah. in his first 30 minutes of waking moments. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Red brought some crawlers in here today. That's just what we need. You know? Yep, definitely. So, All right, but, uh, Mark. You guys have a great day. Okay, buddy. You, you, it's, it's a pleasure as always, big guy. Yeah, we'll have to get out, Daniel. Yeah. All right. All right. Talk to you later, Mark. Bye now. Take care. That's Mark Sankey, otherwise, a.k.a. Sanks. Right. Now I was going to say, now, folks, if you're out fishing, don't be a poacher. Don't Don't, be a poacher. Don't go over to Bag Limit like these two guys on the Detroit River. Danny fished on the Detroit River a lot. You know, years ago. No, I didn't. I thought you did fish. St. Louis River. St. Louis River. Well, okay. One rivers. But anyway, one this river, was the this Detroit river. river. They're all rivers. And what these guys were doing was they'd catch their five walleyes apiece. They'd take them back to the truck. They'd fillet them right away, throw them in the cooler, go back, catch another 10, take them to the truck, fillet them, go back. They did this enough times that they had 75 walleyes, of which only... They were only supposed to have 10. and But a concerned angler saw them doing this and thought it was somewhat suspicious. Back and forth, back and forth. So he called the DNR. DNR checked them out said, ooh, you boys have way too many fillets. Is that what he said? I, Just so, like that? So, something like that. Ooh, you boys have way too many fillets. <laughs> they, they were charged. They, they, they he had must be a, Canadian. They eh? were ordered ooh, to eh? pay. Yeah. You have way Canadian. too many fillets, eh? Uh, I see your license there. I got to arrest you. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry about that there, hey. Anyway, uh, they were uh, ordered to pay $2,070, including a $700 reimbursement for the -the over-the-limit fish and $20 in conservation fees. Plus. The way they figure that out is. The warden's got the walleye fillets. Yeah, exactly. They were. uh, Kind of a perk of the job. They figured it out by 10. They assessed it at like $10 a pound. So, folks, well, that's be, about what it's going for in the store, Tom. Yeah. So, folks, that's not I, as bad know, as what it would sound. I think they ought to. I think they ought to charge them even more. I. I mean, they should be charged even more than that. More. Make it so that it hurts really bad, and that they'll never think of doing that again. Anyway, who do you got on the line? We got James on the line. He's got a bit of a correction for you. Okay, good. Right. Hey, James, how you doing this morning? Good morning, Mister Newbar. What's up? What What did one of us screw up? <laughs> We know it was Tom. What Mark is referring to out of the muskie shop is called the Pewaukee Classic. Oh, okay. It's called the Pewaukee Classic. Got it. You remember that, Mr. Bush. Okay. So why are you getting so technical on us all of a sudden here? (laughs) Not Danny. Huh? 
<laughs> Daniel, I'm not getting technical with you. I'm just, you know, enlightening the people so they know we, about it. We just got to make the facts. None of our Correct. listeners That's are all. truly enlightened here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Neither are we. Yeah. So are you fishing it today? No, no sir. I have to work. Oh, oh geez. Sorry that to sucks. hear that. that have you been out fishing yet this year? Pardon me, Dan? Ha- have you been out yet this year? No, and I didn't fish the uh, the the interclub challenge either. This, really? Last weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I guess believe we, I believe we retained the uh, the little trophy. Yeah, yeah. The bragging the bragging rights trophy. So yeah, exactly, Dan. That's stayed well, in Milwaukee. Know. That's good. What's that? Pardon me, Tom? I said it stayed in Milwaukee. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so to speak. I'll let you go, gentlemen. Go. I have to get back to work. All, All right. Alrighty. Take care, James. Thanks, James. Yep. He catches a lot of muskies on yeah. Pewaukee. So it's called the Pewaukee Classic. It's called the Pewaukee Classic. Yeah, the Classic. Okay. Pewaukee Classic. All right. You know, I've 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 called the DNR hotline. One of my sons, a couple of my sons have done it in the past uh, when we've seen suspicious activities. As a matter of fact, one time on overbagging of trout on at, uh, I think it was Brown Deer Park. There, there was a guy, I, when I used to fish that Point Beach nuclear plant where I saw the world record rat, uh, <laughs> years ago, I and my brother would be out there often in our high school years, find, yeah. you'd find us on weekend days or even summer days, and uh, there was one old guy out there, yeah. he's an old German guy, and he would be on the pier all, every time, yeah. I mean, he was there every day. Oh, yeah, P- I remember that. Ger- is that in Pewaukee? No, no Point oh, Beach Nuclear Point Plant. Point Beach, okay. There so was an old it, German guy in Pewaukee, too, but anyway. There were a lot of old German guys around. So anyway, my brother was there, and another old guy was talking to him one time, and he goes, you see that guy over there? My brother goes, yeah. He goes, that guy's here every day in the morning. He catches his fish. Then he goes home, and then he comes back and fishes and catches some more fish. He's a greedy fellow. So my brother, from then on, called him the greedy fellow. And that's how we referred to this one guy, you know. So he'd say, oh, greedy fellow was out there. But, yeah. There was uh, an old German guy on Pewaukee Lake. He lived uh, just down uh, from Rocky Point, okay? He lived in that stretch between, between the river and Rocky Point. And he would throw out some type of live bait every day, and every muskie he caught, he took. Took it in the house, everyone, and there, I mean he didn't. He's not catching a muskie every day, but where did he live? In between there, you know, on that shoreline of Rocky Point shoreline there, from yeah, yeah. from the point to the beach area. I'm, mean, you know, what, to Waukesha all, Beach, well, yeah, but somewhere down that shoreline, he yeah. Lived. yeah, and he'd throw like suckers out or something, whatever, live yeah, bait. whatever big live bait, and he always had a bobber out there, and uh, probably twenty four seven. Yeah, he always had one. Now, like I said, I'm sure he didn't catch one every day, but whatever he caught. He John kept. complained about him a lot too. Yeah, whatever he caught, he kept, and he bragged about it. You know, he would brag about it. I'm surprised. I wonder if he ever got pinched by the DNR. I wonder. Hey, weren't you telling me about some big muskie some kid caught? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now the, the it didn't say where, but uh, this guy they're trolling for muskies. The dad and his nine, ten year old son. And a fish hits, and the dad sees it roll, and he knows this is the biggest fish of a life for him. Instead of him catching it, he gives the rod to his son. He reels in the other rod that they were trolling. His son is, his dad's got to hold the rod every now and then in the middle because this fish is going to pull his kid out of the boat, you know. Finally, it gets close to the boat. He gets a net under it. 
takes a few pictures with the kid. He's got it all on video. You know, it's a video recording. He had one of those GoPros in the front of the boat right. recording the back. Turns out to be a 57-inch muskie. And I thought, you know, that was kind of like pretty nice of the dad to let, you know, it would have been his biggest fish ever. He would have been really proud and thought it would be great. But he gave it over to his little kid, you know, that, and that's probably the biggest muskie his kid will ever catch, right? But you have a different thought, huh? Yeah, I got a different thought on that. <laughs> I know you okay. got a different right thought. Right away. Oh, that's nice to do that for the kid. I thought it was kind of nice. Yeah. We do too much for kids these days. We want them to win right away in life. They never have to work for jack squat. So basically, as a little kid myself, I would have been just as happy to watch my father, who I revered, yeah, true. catch that big muskie. Yeah. Watch my father, who I revered, shoot that big buck. Do we have to hand the kid success no. right away? No, but what's going to happen when he has adversity in life? What's going to happen when he gets out of college and they don't give him the top job of the company and he's making it, as much as he thinks he's worth? It was just a fish, Danny. Yeah. You know what he's going to do? <laughs> he's going to be home fish. voting Democrat and want to be a socialist because he's going to want handouts. Okay, we're going to our break now. The following <laughs> is paid commercial programming. <laughs> the content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. Oh, we'll be right he just made with, the kid a socialist yeah, for we'll, life. We'll, we'll be right back with more of these gr wonderful comments from Mr. That? Danny Bush. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. This is my song. Make America Great Again. <laughs> you know, it's a known fact that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez caught a 51-inch muskie when she was seven. Mm -hmm. Hence her path in life. Okay, so Danny and her I dad saw, gave her the fish. Danny and I saw this video that a person at the station showed us, and it's a video of an older gentleman with a person, somebody else, asking him a question. They said, uh, "I got a question for you." And pick A or uh, I don't know if she said. Uh, okay, she said A. You can live the rest of your life with your wife. Or B, and the guy hollers, B! <laughs> it was hilarious. He, she doesn't even get the question out. He just hollers, B! <laughs> oh, goodness. That was that was a funny one. I, 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 wish, I wish that was on YouTube that I could send it out to people, but uh, I guess somebody emailed it to him. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that is good. Uh, there was something else we were going to discuss today, Danny. Uh, oh, um, couple, I, didn't, I didn't write it no, down. No, you've been talking about bass a little bit. Uh, I do have a crappy report. Oh, on Pewaukee? Yes. On Pewaukee, yeah. Now, uh, I'm not going to say exactly where. I'm going to pull uh -uh. a Tom Neubauer. That's right. I know where, though. I think I do. No, you Because you told me last year. No, this is all new. Oh, this is all new. All new. All new. Last oh. year's spot did not produce, but uh, oh. last Sunday, a friend of mine, he's one of the good musky anglers out there. Uh, I'll let him remain anonymous, but nice guy. He was uh, with, uh, I want to say a relative. It wasn't his dad. I can't remember. But he uh, he said, Dan, I'll show you this. He was pulling parking lot about, I don't know, three in the afternoon. He had some beautiful lunker crappies mm -hmm. in his live well. Bunch of them. And basically, the report was uh, the usual areas, like last year, uh, we mentioned that Scrub Island on the far west, east end, mm -hmm. and some of the shallower areas, 
nothing. Yeah. Uh, so he had to work around the lake and try shallow water, deeper, work around. But once he found them. They were there. They were there. Yeah. And I will say, he said they were deeper. They were in 8 to 10 feet of water. Okay. So they were staging. They weren't in mm-hmm. the the shallows yet. Mm-hmm. But they are in the lake. They are present. Yeah. So, and P- if they do move in shallow. Uh, Pewaukee, yeah. uh, the, a- the average size of their crappie and bluegill has gone up. Over the years, it's been going higher and higher and higher. And a lot of people think it's due to the influx of all the walleyes in the lake. That That's what I've heard. More know. walleyes. The pike have come back. Yeah, and the pike, um, yeah. The uh, DNR and uh, Ben Heisner and, and uh, walleyes for tomorrow has been instrumental. Tom Kept, they've done a lot for it. And I think with more predator fish, they're cropping off because it, it was stunted with too yeah. many small oh. panfish. Too there many. Were... It's cropping them off. That's yeah. why I would like, and I'm going to keep talking about this, I'd like them to plant some tiger muskies in there, get another apex predator in there yeah. again that's going to be scarfing up a bunch of bunch of bluegills and so forth. Yeah. And even though they can't reproduce, so what? Who cares? The natural yeah. ones can't reproduce much anyway. Yeah. Anyway, right. so what's the diff? Right. And, uh, yeah, so uh, it would be— uh, I think I read something on the— I think Muskies, Inc. ought to try and see if they can get permission because they raise their own ones out right. of the Delafield rearing pond. Why not get some tiger muskies, throw those in there? And even though they're more readily caught, well, everybody lets everything go now anyway, unless they're a greedy fellow who lives along the lake, <laughs> throws a bobber out every yeah, day. Yeah, Well, I think I read something about that as to why the DNR was not stocking the hybrids. Most, I can't remember Most what Midwestern was. states, I checked years ago, most Midwestern states quit stocking hybrids in the 80s because A, they wanted to try and, you know, get more natural native strains going that do have a chance to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, they felt the hybrids were too readily caught, too easily caught yeah. and over-harvested. So I can understand, you know, I can understand that, but that was prior to the days of heavy catch and release. Yeah. If you look, I was talking to Steve Milliot about this, and he said when he started out there years ago, there was never a dull day of very few dull days trolling on that west end in the heat of the summer because if you weren't catching a muskie you were catching a pike right or you were catching a tiger muskie yeah. there, there was uh and then over the years it became predominantly muskies now the pike are coming back they have come back uh, i saw some old before john when he was cleaning up his old shop remodeling at the muskie shop many years ago he had old Polaroid pictures just in boxes. Right, right. And I confiscated a bunch of them. And there are some pic- pictures of guys standing there right by the bait shop, you know, but right by the launch, right. holding some beautiful tiger muskies, yeah. some really nice-looking fish. Yeah. And I just think it would be cool to have that opportunity. I think they'd grow really fast in Pewaukee. You got all those small panfish in there. And, again, the overall size of the panfish seems to be increasing. Yeah. And perhaps due to the more predator fish in there, so I think it would be a win-win. But what do I know? Well, we but, all, you know, we all have our own opinion. I think a lot of people, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Somebody was asking me, "Where would you go for walleye or whatever?" Oh yeah, I'd go out to Lake Labelle there, hey, and try to catch one of them twenty-eight inches. <laughs> I my family grew so Danny I don't know if I've ever told you this the first fish that I ever caught was a crappie on Pewaukee Lake that was where Grandpa Bodie lived and my godfather my uncle Jeff lived on Lac La Belle so those were the, right? those were the two lakes in Wisconsin I grew up on yeah 
And and now I heard that they were going to now they didn't do it this year. Maybe next year they're going to do a slot size limit on Lake LaBelle. They've been talking about it. I hope they do cuz Oh, they been, have to. You've been complaining but, about LaBelle for yeah. years. And I think maybe it's it's working <laughs> my complaining. Maybe it's working. I don't know. But here's another my thing. My complaining about the Bay of Green Bay here's, Northern limit yeah. hasn't worked. Hey, but there's one thing that's even more important what? for Lake LaBelle than the than going to a slot light slot slot size limit for walleyes. There's one thing that's even more important. The DNR is spending all this money across the state buying buy, uh, across the state buying land here and land there and land there. Oh, I hear, I know where this yeah, one's going. They need a, a a boat launch on Lake LaBelle. Now they have a boat launch right in town. Okay. Problem is, there's no parking at the launch. So they need a boat you launch. You have to park on the street. With so parking is what you're saying. They need a boat launch with parking, a DNR lot. My uncle who lives on Lock LaBelle is a former DNR uh, agent. He was lakes and wetlands for like 40 years. Is that right? I'll talk really? to him for you. We can there have him on the show. There you go. Uncle, yeah. uncle Bodie? Uncle Jeff Bodie. He's an early riser just like yourself. Yeah. Uncle he, Bodie. He is probably out on Lock LaBelle. No, he's probably in. He was probably out on Lock LaBelle kayaking this morning at yeah. like 5, so he you ever want to have them on? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, to find out, you know, I mean, because, see, you know, in southeastern Wisconsin where we have the majority of, of well, we've got a lot of anglers. Let's put it that way. And and the problem is, is that some of these lakes you can go to, you know, like we own the property right. for right. Uh, North Lake, but because of certain weird stuff that's going on, we, you know, we can't build a launch. We have the property. Well, can't we build a launch? You know, that would take a little bit of pressure off of the other lakes. You know, you go to some of these lakes. If you're not there super early, you ain't going to be so able to park. So here's my question, Tom. So open up some of these other lakes. Get some launches out there. We're always talking about pressure. Yeah. Too many boats on the Fox. Too many this and that. And at the same time, we're saying, oh, we got to get more kids involved in fishing. There's not going to be anybody doing it. There's too many people, but there's no, not enough people. But, no, you can go at different times. You can go in different areas. I'd, I'd go on the Fox and, and the Rock and other places. And what I would, like, especially on the Fox River, everybody would go over by, uh, uh, what was the name of that dam uh, that everybody would go to? Oh, Eureka. Eureka. Oh, everybody go to Eureka, right? Eureka, I've got it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you go to Eureka for the walleye run, and there are so many darn people there that Gosh, you can't darn. even you can't even make a cast because you'll be casting into two boats away from you. Know you why? Know? Too many people. Hey, why? Somebody got too many kids involved twenty years ago, yeah. and now there you go. <laughs> That's what you get. Everybody, no, let's get more kids involved. What I would do is I would just go someplace else. You know, the catching might not be as great. I but I would just go to other places and find fish in other places. I you know? prefer the older I get. The more I prefer to be alone. <laughs> the more I prefer to be fishing where other dummies where are le- not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, me I too. Get me off. too. If there's a bunch of boats around, uh, I like you, to get every- off in the middle of nowhere. You, they're still fishing. Yeah. They can be had. Yes. Where you can be the only boat on the water. If you time it right and you know what yep. you're doing and where you're going and how to do it, you can still have pristine angling and catch a ton of fish, yeah, like, quality fish, fantastic fish, yeah. and still be the only boat there. Yeah, for an example, you go to the Fox River up by De Pere in Green Bay, right? Everybody launches, and they go right to the dam in De Pere. They go right. You know how much great walleye catching activity is happening north of that dam? North, you know, going north up the river there? Right. There's a lot of spots with a lot of fish. You know, you don't have to go up by the dam. I can go on that river, that, that launch... Both launches could be full. All three launches could be full. 
and I'll find areas where there ain't nobody else, and I'll be catching fish. So, yes, they're there. You just got to look for them. Anyway, we got to go to a break, Danny. Oh, 799-1250 is the phone number. That's 414-799-1250. And you can email us live at ceoguys.yahoo.com. We are Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, and we thank you for listening. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If you have a comment, question, fishing, turkey report. Uh, my brother, I got a quick turkey report. Yeah. Uh, the turkeys, uh, we did have a call. I think Rich was talking turkey. Uh, my brother blasted a big one. Uh, he's My brother's getting to be somewhat of an expert turkey hunter. I mean, oh. he can call him in without, you know, without even having to call, just with his own vocalizations and... Uh, Bunch of tur- turkeys up there. I think he's in uh, Watoma, uh, Wapaka County or whatever. Anyway, he uh, he was out last week and he was playing talking turkey with a with a uh, for about an hour, I guess, a long time with a with a gobbler. Yeah. And he couldn't get it to come in, so finally he just started being real aggressive with his calls, just getting real aggressive. And finally, the thing came in storming for a fight, and he busted it. Um, so yeah, and he now. He likes doing the turkey hunting even later. Yeah. I mean, everybody's fighting for those early tags. That That's why you can never get a uh, leftover tag for the early seasons. But now for the later seasons, yeah, you can get some leftover tags for, mo- well, not all the zones, but most of yeah. them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I bought a tag late last year and went out, I don't know, right around this time or even a couple of weeks later and, and we had turkeys coming in, so they're they're still going and strutting. Yeah. It's not like it's all over. No, you know. I know. It lasts all the time. Uh, we got an email, Danny. Okay. Uh, Mike sends us an email, and Mike says, I missed Tom's mention of a bass lure must have in the first hour of the show. Could you mis- mention it on, again? Yeah, Mike, uh, it was a chatterbait with a Zoom split tail trailer in white. I don't care what color the chatterbait is, just as long as you got that white uh, split tail trailer by Zoom. That's all. Um, there was another one. Oh, and we had a caller, Danny, asks us, uh, how come we don't talk about Nagawicka? Well, we can. We can talk about Nagawicka. That's, I mean, I grew up fishing on that lake. I didn't live there, but I, man, I Is remember. That, that's the one that has the kettle, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, uh, you know, when I was in high school, I, I drive out there during school time, right? You were supposed to be, to be at school. Yeah, I was supposed to be at school. I'd go out there, and I'd go to Agnes. It was called Casey's Boat Rental, okay? And Agnes and Casey owned the place, and uh, Agnes would ask me, aren't you supposed to be in school today? And I'd say, oh, no, no, it's a parent-teacher conference a, day or something. I'm on early release because I got all my, my head on my credits. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I spent a lot of time on that lake. Over the years, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Nagawicka. It's got a lot of good crappie fishing uh Good, excellent bass fishing, pike fishing. There, there, there's always been walleyes in that lake, but I think that's another lake where they could walleyes for tomorrow could start another program up on that lake. Well, there's a little bit of everything in that. There's lake. a little I bit of everything. Fished with Ron Johnson years ago. We yeah. went on a Sunday and fished the kettle, and uh, we uh, 
we caught everything. I think he caught a he caught a gar yeah. that he took to his brother to yeah. get mounted. Yeah. Uh, there's catfish in there too, aren't oh, there? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. Pretty much I mean, everything. Pretty much everything. Trout? Somebody, are there any trout in no, there? No, no, not no. As far as I know, never a trout. But there are some muskies in it. Not a lot. A few. Somebody I, I remember back. Can't remember the guy's name. Him and another guy. They'd catch a small, you know, a legal muskie at the time was 34 inches. They'd right. catch a muskie, take, keep it in the live hole, drive over to Nagawicka, go out on the lake and release it out there. They wanted to put my, hopefully they never got, you know, thankfully they never got caught. But, yeah, they put a few in there, but who never knows. And and some might have come up that Bark River because, you know, they got the right. rearing pond or whatever it is. You know, some might have got up the Bark River. Speaking of uh, a trout, Nagawicka is a good crappie lake, too. Very good. I was talking to my brother, and do you want to know the strangest catch he ever got out of Winnebago? You'll never guess, but try and guess. <sighs> Maybe we could have somebody try and win some mini mites on this one. I'm not mailing them out. No? Nope. You're not going to let them win nothing? Nope. We're all out of Badger Sportsman subscriptions? Yep, we're all out of that. So they can't win nothing? Nope. Okay. All right. Well, the, so I you guess know, you're the only guess. way The only way I'm ever going to give free mini mites again is if they come and pick them up from me at Sherpers. Okay. So. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Sherpers has live bait now. Waxworms, nightcrawlers, leafworms, and redworms. Okay. So. They have live bait. Anyway, uh, what kind of fish? You'll never guess it. Because I know they got, okay, they got smallmouth bass, largemouth bass. They got walleyes, perch, northern pike, muskie, freshwater drum, otherwise known as sheephead. Um, They got bluegills. They got crappies. They got eel pout. He caught a lake trout. (laughs) Some kind of trout. Close, but no cigar. Brown trout. Oh, well, some kind of trout. A he brown, a brown trout. trout. Must have came up the river, somehow got through everything. Evidently, yeah. He caught like a four or five pound brown trout out there. <laughs> that trolling. must have surprised the heck out of him. Yeah, a brown trout. Now, of course, he caught it earlier in the year when the mm-hmm. water was still cold. I'm guessing as soon as it started getting pretty warm, that fish would either die or have to try and migrate back up, yeah, whatever. get to the river. But yeah. yeah. And the sad thing is, he, he did not have a inland brown Stamp. <laughs> he didn't have a stamp. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of you know, shocker. This year I didn't buy the inland stamp. I normally always get the inland stamp because um, sometimes, you know, I would go trout fishing. Or, like say, you're on a lake that does have trout yep. in it, you know, and you actually catch one. Uh, but I didn't this year. I figure I'll buy one if I'm going to go. You or know, if I'm going to go to Lake Michigan, I'll, I'll buy a stamp before I one go. One of the things we rarely talk about, Tom, is inland fishing for trout on streams. Mm -hmm. And uh, my neighbor, uh, he went with his dad a couple of weeks ago, and they were, I don't know where they went, western Wisconsin somewhere, Mm -hmm. and they got some nice nice fish. I think his dad got a nice size rainbow. Yeah. Um, So they were trout fishing, fly fishing. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never, I I guess if you want to fly fish, go to Pat Ehlers, the fly fisher shop. It's, they got a new building over there in Brookfield now. Uh, Oh, he moved over to... Yeah, it's in Brookfield. Oh, on, he's not uh, on Greenfield anymore. Huh? Wait, it is on it is on Greenfield, but it's a newer shop on the right hand side as you head towards Brookfield. I believe it's a new shop. I gotta check it out. Yeah, yeah. Pat, um, Pat really knows. His I think fly he had a grand stuff. opening a while back on it, but yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure that's a new shop because I all of a sudden it was there, and I'm like, hey, mm. that wasn't there before. But yeah, he he knows his stuff. Uh, in fact, I got a guy I work with at the school, one of our assistant principals. He used to be into fly fishing, 
Um, but uh, he, he mostly likes to go down and he wants to do some fly fishing. He does saltwater fishing. Mm-hmm. And he says he thinks he's going to get into it again. Mm-hmm. So he was planning on going out to uh, Pat's place. To, yeah. He knew exactly what he wanted as far as gear and stuff. Yeah, I I, I, I was into to the fly fishing and trout in western Wisconsin. We I fished uh, the Lodi Creek a lot just north of Madison, and there was another one up there. I forget the name of it. And then I fished with Pat Ellers one time on, it was a catch-and-release river. I have I don't remember the name of it, but it was like west of Madison. Right. And uh, I, I caught a sucker. <laughs> well. It, fishing was tough. To, it, was, it, it was snowing on us. It I, was, it, you know, early season catch-and-release, and it's snowing on us. And I've yeah, mentioned my, my cousin, Stephen, up in Duluth. He got into it years ago, and he would go fish those North Shore streams at you know Lake Superior, uh, yeah. those streams. He'd be in the wilderness, and he it was he could catch a hundred brookies a day back oh. by himself in the middle of nowhere. He got the stocking foot waders, then he'd tie his own flies. And I made the mistake of trying to go with them, just dinking, wor- dunking worms with a spinning reel. And I thought I'd wade wearing my mm-hmm. shorts, yeah. right, and tennis yeah. shoes. Yeah. I didn't realize those cold streams oh, turn your legs numb from oh, the knees yeah. down. And I was to the point where it was all, I was tripping and almost breaking my ankles in the rocks. And I thought, <laughs> I, I, I'm out of here. I'll wait here and fish on shore. And I caught some nice yeah. 8, 10 inchers. We filleted them up and had breakfast and eggs. We brook trout the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some there's some good rivers in Wisconsin, there's a lot of, too. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I have a brother-in-law and sister-in-law that live uh, up near the Wittenberg area, uh, just west of Wittenberg. And uh, it's amazing. You, you drive through, you're in the middle of nowhere, right? Right. And you're just driving around, and there'll be, you'll see these creeks, right? And one time my brother-in-law and I, we went for a ride, and he says, oh, yeah, we'll pass this one here and that one there and blah, blah, blah. And we and we were using mini mites. We were using white mini mites. We, we, oh, we for were trout? Just, yeah, we would just park on the side of the road. And we would dangle, we would put that mini mite under these culverts, right? Right. And, and we'd catch a few there. Sometimes uh, we'd see a log sticking out. But, you know, you couldn't, one time we tried venturing in further. Oh, they can be thick walking and stuff. It was terrible. And then we heard something big moving around. And I said, I don't, uh, in the brush tr- there's and stuff? something, yeah, there was something, you know, not, you know, a little ways away. And and he Could says, have been well, a Bigfoot. Well, he says, well, we do have quite a few bear up here. And I said, uh, let's, let's let's go back to where we were on the highway. Yeah, I wonder if a guy should <laughs> you know, concealed uh, carry when yeah, you're doing that. I was just a little nervous, but yeah, the brush was so thick it was hard to get through. So we said, screw that. Not only that, but the insects, all the different mosquitoes and bugs and everything That's else. Well, you, you need know. to get the Coleman insect repellent, Gotta have buddy. That I'll tell you. But I'll tell you, bait you, made fish be, attractant. You'd be surprised. The number of, of, of streams and creeks in this state that have trout in it. I mean, we never caught anything real big. I don't think I caught ever caught a trout over twelve inches of any of any kind. I never did. When we but come, we caught a lot of them. When we come know? back, I've got a story of a giant trout lost. All right, an exciting tale. We will do that when we come back here on twelve fifty a.m. and one hundred five seven FM, the fan. Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, thanks for listening. We want to thank the men in blue, the fi- the firefighters, the first responders, the military people. Uh, we support law enforcement here at the Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for being out there working hard on a Saturday, listening to us in your squad car. 
the police persons, Tom, not police men. See, yeah, notice how I'm keeping yep, that gender yep. neutral, dude. Good. Yeah, because uh, they, they there Finally are a number, adjusting number with the times. of police officers that do listen to us when they're driving around. Oh, yeah, you know? they listen to us in some of the stations too. Did I? I think um, the Oconomowoc station listens to us. There used to be the <clears throat> Cudahy Fire Department used to listen to us. I got out of a ticket one time. Remember me telling you about that? Right away, Tom using everything to his own advantage. I'll tell you about that right after this call. Who do you okay. got? We got our buddy Keen in Kansas on the line. Oh yeah. Hey Keen, how's it going? Hey Tom, how are you? Yeah, we're good. Me and Danny are sitting here having a great time talking to people, and you're one of them. <laughs> hey, uh, I just listen to you guys talk about you specifically talk about those little streams just uh, near Wittenberg. Yeah, I fished all those growing up as a kid. Did you? Know, you? I'm originally from I'm originally from Shawano. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. They're all over the place. And they are thick as a bear. You're yeah. Absolutely oh, yeah. Trying to walk back in some of those cricks, that, uh, forget it. Well, I was, Kian, <laughs> uh, I was talking to a, a guy at work, that, like I said, the principal, and he saltwater fishes, but he has gone up and fished some of the rivers in that area. And one of them he mentioned was the Red River. And yeah. uh, I years ago, that was my fish story I was going to tell about. We went to fish as a kid, Shano Lake one day, and it was too rough. So my dad took us down the road, and we somehow crossed the Red River and pulled over and walked to the side of the bridge. And I'll never forget as a kid looking down, and underneath right by the rocks, I saw like about an 18-inch trout just kind of finning there. Mm -hmm. And then my brother chucked out a worm and a bobber, and he had this real nice trout on, and he's fighting it and fighting it, and it broke the line. And we forever blamed our father for that because he had just— taken the reels to Montgomery Wards and got them spooled up with Royal Bonnell. Remember Royal that stuff? Bonnell. Uh, Royal Bonnell. Royal Bonnell. The brown stuff. The brown stuff, which oh. was crap. And oh, it, he terrible. lost that big trout because of it. Yeah. Hey, what, uh, uh, Keen, what's the name of that one river in, in Wittenberg that people fish? Not just for trout, but there's smallies. I think there's muskies in it, too. And that. Oh, oh, it's a real uh, famous one. I mean, everybody, I should know this. I should know the name and, of it. And I should, too. Because I've fished it, but it's been so long. You know, it's been oh, twelve yeah. years since I've been there. It's right on the high. There's there, there's one right on the highway. Yeah, it's a little screen. But the one you're talking about is it's a little bit wider. It's a bigger one. It, yeah, it is. And it, you it, you cross it as you go across twenty nine. I can see it as I'm as I'm talking about it. The river. I, I cannot remember. Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a real popular one too. I mean, darn. I mean, oh well, embarrassed. Maybe, yeah, that's it. Be embarrassed. That's there it. Go. Very Whoa, good. Look at me. Hey. Give me a ding over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire. That's it. The embarrassed Dan, river. This girl's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, yeah, the embarrassed river. Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, just a reminder. Now, I've talked to you guys for the last two years about this. In about three weeks up in Leona, Wisconsin on Birch Lake, those mm. mollies are going to be hitting. Mm-hmm. And you're really, I'm telling you, if you want a fishing experience of a lifetime, you really got to get up there and try that. It's it's absolutely the best fishing you will have for smallmouth. You know what a fishing experience of a lifetime is? Somebody going out with me or Danny. Oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> hey, uh, I knew a, I knew a guy years ago used to fish oh, a little yeah. lake near Shano, yeah. and this time of year he swore by just going casting little floating <laughs> rapalas, and he said you'd hammer a bunch of bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you fish those smallies there? Um, well, well there, you bed fish them, you sight fishing, and I just put a leech on a 16th ounce jig and just throw the jig on the bed, and boom, it's on. It's every cast. Oh, yeah. I believe it. But isn't that that place where you got to rent the boat from the hardware store 
or something. Right. Well, you got to yeah. right. You, you got to go to the hardware store <laughs> and you got to bring your own battery. Yeah. Because you got to use a trolling motor. It sounds like too much work. Well, Tom's Keen. too lazy. That's though. Oh, way too much work. Too That's well, too much work. <laughs> I'm telling you, after you, after you catch about 200 smallmouths in oh. about three hours, you're going to go, wow. Wow. Phenomenal. Yeah. That, that sounds right. good. Have you done done any hunting lately there? I, I have. I shot a nice tom here with my bow and arrow about two and a half weeks ago. And so I'm, I'm, I'm tagged out here in Kansas, but I'll be heading to Nebraska, oh, in about a week or so to uh, try and fill my tag there. Okay. You know, I just heard something. Lincoln, Nebraska. Cap that's the capital of Nebraska, right? Correct. L- Lincoln. That they haven't had a murder in there in I forget how many years they said. They they said it's a very one, nice community. And yeah. Lincoln's one of the bigger cities, but uh I you know, I my I, my dad was in the military, so I moved around a lot as a kid. Um and I spent a good 10, 11 years in Nebraska and I'm I'm telling you the people are the finest place I've ever li- I lived. Um, they're sincere. Uh, I kid you not when I tell you in the seven year, eight years that I owned the bar and had my house in Arnold, Nebraska, I couldn't even tell you where the key to my house was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear about. Nebraska is just a really nice state, a lot of nice towns, a lot of nice people, and not a lot of crime. You know? There's absolutely none, zero. If, if someone painted the side of your car or your house that was like capital murder right, that's a big crime <laughs> hey listen we gotta run keen thanks for calling hey thanks i appreciate listening guys every week i want you to know that all, all right, right thank thanks, you Ken. all right have a great day you yep. too bye man yeah uh also there before we go danny i gotta do one thing i have to say happy anniversary to my wife tomorrow is our 46th anniversary you got married on mother's day on May 12th. Well, it Mother's Day always doesn't land on May 12th. You're right. This year it does. Yeah, yeah it just does. Well, happy yeah. anniversary, thank Tom. You, thank How many you. years you've been married? 46. It's a long time for her to wash well, your socks and underwear, buddy. B! B. <laughs> I'll take Listen, B. I bet she would, too. I bet she would, too. For every guy griping about his wife, let me tell you, there's a wife uh, out there dealing with some lunkhead uh, she's t- been stuck with for years. I'll tell you, Danny, Danny, she still drives me nuts, but you know what? I love her anyway. You do. <laughs> of course. And we want to say, hey, thanks. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, I might visit my mother tomorrow. It'll be up at the new... She, she passed away, so I might go put flowers at her gravestone. I got a real nice gravestone at the little... Place cemetery in Swamico. Yeah. It's got beautiful red cardinals on her side That's and a nice. little thing for the flowers. And then Dad's got a white tail on his side, and it's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful stone. Yeah. Uh, so I might Definitely. have to take a little drive and visit my parents. I haven't been there yet since they've both been together well, there. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll tell the story next week about uh, how I got out of a ticket because police officers listen to our show. I'll tell you that next week. I thought you were going to say because the police knew your mother or something. No, 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 no. no. That doesn't sound too good. No. So, okay. okay. All right, that's all I got. Yeah, me too, Danny. I had a great time this morning. I hope uh, all our listeners enjoyed it, and I hope they support all our sponsors because they are really good people that uh, advertise on our they show. They are all, after all, our sponsors. Yeah, that's right. We like them all. Thanks, to Danny. all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Skipper Buds. Cutting Edge Outdoors. Talk to you all next week.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.